Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. This episode is a New Year's focused episode, but it is going out early on purpose because if you are not willing to implement changes now, spoiler alert, you are not going to be willing to implement those changes at the start of the new year. This is like an uncomfortable conversation that we need to have with ourselves, but it is one worth having, especially in this kind of weird holiday season where everything may be going awry and where we have all the excuses to continue on merrily with our bullshit. And that is asking yourself, why am I unwilling to implement positive changes right now? Because here's the thing, friends. They are not going to feel any easier in four weeks. They're not. Go back to the motivation episode. Motivation is not something that walks in. Motivation will not walk into your door on January 1st and go, hey, hey girl, I'm here. Like, nice to meet you. Let's go. It doesn't happen like that. You have to call motivation. You have to call it. You have to invite it. You have to make its bed. You have to offer it dinner. You need to work hard for her to get her pretty little ass at your door. So all that to say, whatever you're thinking about doing in the new year, start making those changes now because they will not get any easier. Even if you're just baby stepping those changes, even if you're like, okay, what is the absolute least thing I can do that is going to move me towards these goals? Start doing that because that's another thing that we tend to get really, really wrong. That is I'm getting ahead of myself in this episode, but that is one of the first lies we tell ourselves, which is the focus of this episode, the lies we tell ourselves to hold onto our bullshit. And that is the lie that small changes are not good enough. I don't know where this idea came from. The idea that in order to make any changes, reach any goals, become a new person, we need to create these grand gestures in our lives and just remake everything. We need to call bullshit on that idea. We change who we are by examining the little tiny things we do every single day. If I am making even one tiny change, it can create ripples and it just waves throughout my life. Like, let's take meditation for an example. That is something that a lot of people like would like to do. It's something that in theory sounds really good. It's something that a lot of us can recognize, even though we may not know why we need to start doing it, but that we need to start doing it. Like for me, I I will say it all the time. I still feel like I suck at meditation. Years later, I still feel like I suck at meditation. I very rarely go into my meditation practice and come out of it feeling like, oh my God, that was really cool. Instead, what happens probably... Well, it's getting a little bit better, but at least 70 to 80% of the time, I'm doing my meditation, actively fighting against my monkey mind. The thoughts that I, you know, what do I need to do the, today? What, what do I need to buy when I have to go to Wegmans later? What needs to be done at work? What assignments are due at school? Like, when are my kids going to wake up? What was that noise? Oh my God. What do I feel about? Like, all these different things are running through my head. But here's the thing. Even though I'm a shitty meditator, <laughs> I'm sitting there, right? I am sitting there and I'm listening to my monkey mind just trying my best not to react to it. And you know what? 
Fuck if that hasn't changed my whole entire life. (laughs) Because guess what that's done? Before long, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not snapping at my children. I am not snapping at my husband. I am laughing when I am behind a slow driver. I am finding joy in these little annoyances. And why is that? Well, it's because I learned to listen to my bullshit before I reacted to it, right? Like that is what meditation taught me. That was a five-minute change. That is something that literally impacted my day in five minutes, which is nothing. That is nothing. What is five minutes over the course of 24 hours? Absolutely nothing. That very small, tiny, tiny, tiny little change has helped me implement so many changes. Like I said, it's helped me not be a salty bitch. And it's also helped me a ton with my eating. Like I am somebody who struggles with binge eating. I am somebody who will just instantly want to numb myself with food. That is a behavior that I have carried since childhood, since my teenage years, since, you know, that's how I dealt with a lot of life's bullshit, right? That for numbing myself with food. When I started actively meditating, hanging out in the second before the binge became easier, right? It it taught me how to look for my triggers. It taught me how to listen and understand my bullshit, basically. And so it allowed me, like those five minutes of me rattling off my target to-do list while I'm trying to repeat a mantra in my head aren't life-changing minutes. But in other ways, they're completely life-changing minutes. That small little shift created a huge thing. And so all that to say, what are you telling yourself? What lie are you telling yourself about, about that small little thing you intuitively know you need to do, but you're not doing? So what are other small things? What else can that look like? Um, That could be leaving your phone outside of your bedroom because you know that you scroll and scroll and scroll for hours when your ass should be going to sleep, right? It could be not hitting snooze, small one-time thing that's going to create ripples throughout your day. Maybe you're waking up to actually get in that meditation practice or to journal or just to give yourself some time in the morning so you're not running around like a mad woman yelling at everybody, angry, starting your day, feeling like this rush thing, knowing in the back of your mind that all of that could have been prevented if you would have got your ass out of bed, right? Like we have to be honest with ourselves about our role in our suffering. And that's, let's go right into the second lie. That is number two. We do not examine the role that we play in our suffering. This is a nuanced conversation because obviously there are going to be things always that are outside of our control. There's always going to be something or someone that can trigger us, that can activate us, or that can do something horrible to us. Those things are true. But two things can be true at the same time. And what I am saying when I am saying we do not recognize the role we play in our own suffering is we do not recognize that even though things in our past may have occurred or are occurring right now, how we deal with them is of our choosing, right? Like we cannot control other people. We can only control our reactions. And how much of our pain are we consciously picking up and putting on every single day over things in situations that happened years ago. Years ago. Like, uh, trigger is a popular word right now. Like, oh, that triggers me. What the fuck? 
Like that you're you're taking ownership right there when you say that triggers me. Well, if you're triggered by it, why are you allowing it? Then you consciously know that there's something there that you need to look at. So why are you not taking responsibility for it? Why are you not taking ownership from it? Like why are you not learning from that experience? And if you're unwilling to learn from that experience and that trigger, then why are you not moving away from it? Like right? Like that is us actively participating in our suffering when we're not willing to question our bullshit. How does this, and that's a really big meta thing, like, <laughs> bless me. Bless me because I always go there just on this huge cosmic level when I, my intention was to talk about like goal setting. <laughs> and here I am talking about triggers and traumas. Let's get back to goal setting, okay? Let's save the triggers and traumas for another episode. Anyway, how does that look in goal setting? We let things that we are not happy with become our identity, That is like the I am things, right? I am fat. I am bloated. I am tired. I am too busy. I like all these things that we tell ourselves. We wear those. We wear those consciously. We create our reality by making statements like that. And then we refuse to recognize what those statements are doing when it relates to our actions, right? Like if I believe myself to be incapable of making changes because I've been telling myself I'm too busy, the kids have practiced 5,000 nights a week, completely disregarding that I'm the asshole who signed them up for the practice, but like that's some tea you can sip on later. Um, it, like I'm, I, I'm so slammed with work. Okay, well, why did you say yes to that project? Like it, it all comes back to why are we doing these things to ourselves, and then we're doing these things and allowing them to be our excuses. Like, fuck no. Hell no. If we are going to put something on our plate, we need to take ownership of that thing. And, and this is the and that is really important that we forget to talk about and that we forget to acknowledge, we also need to take ownership for what that thing is taking off of our plate. We need to take ownership for what that thing took up space that we no longer have the ability to do other things for. Like when we say yes to things, we are always saying no to something else, right? We are always making a trade-off. And so when we pile these things onto our plates, like saying yes to work when we know we need to be saying no, saying yes to hosting the dinner when you know you need to be saying no, saying yes to going to the party, saying yes to signing your kid up for yet another travel league, saying yes to you know volunteering at whatever, You're saying no to something else. That is okay. You are an adult. You have full autonomy over every single one of your choices. But therein lies the problem. You're an adult. You have full autonomy over every single one of your choices. So don't you dare allow one of those choices to be an excuse that you make or a reason why you are not doing something that you know intuitively you need to be doing. Something that would benefit you, something that would benefit your life, and therefore would benefit every other person in your life. Chances are the people piling shit on your to-do list. I understand that's kind of a triggering conversation because it's really easy for us to go, well, you don't understand. I have to. Like, my livelihood depends on it, or my children's happiness depends on it, or my husband's happiness depends on it. I get it. Like, I I get it. I completely get it. But what I am saying is allowing those things to become chips on our shoulders. Like, that's where we run into problems is because we forget to call our bullshit and we start believing our own 
we start believing our own bullshit. Like we start going, oh, I really don't have time to do that. Like and it's not fair because I am yada, yada, yada. Like that is what I am talking about when I say we are creating our suffering. We're putting ourselves into these boxes and then we get ourselves so deeply buried into these boxes. We realize, we forget that, oh my God, I'm the person who buried myself here. Like I'm the person who closed the lid on this son of a bitch and nailed myself in there. Like that is what we need to acknowledge. Everything is a trade-off. And so we very may well be in seasons of our lives where we have to make sacrifices. And some of those sacrifices, unfortunately, may come may be coming from our self-care. That may mean that we do not have the time to fill our cups as adequately as we would like to do. That is okay. But here's the thing. It becomes a problem when we allow that to be our identity and then we live there, right? We cannot live there. We can acknowledge that like, I like to think of my life in seasons, right? When I'm Right now, I'm in a busy season, and you know I hate that word. I hate that word. I'm not going to tell you everything on my plate because guess what? I know you're busy too, right? We are not in a pissing match. We are not measuring our dicks, seeing who who has the most shit on their to-do list. Was that too vulgar? Should I cut that out? I'm not going to, but you know what I'm saying. Like, that's what us women do. Like, oh, this, this, this. It's like, stop. Stop. We can acknowledge I am in a busy season. And I'm saying the proverbial I. You, me, she, every. Everybody. We are in, we may be in a busy season. That season may last for the next three months. It may last for the next six months. And may last for the next year. What we need to do is say, okay, this is, this is where I am. I accept this. I do not bitch about things. I change it. I choose it or I accept it. Those are my only options. Otherwise, I am choosing to be a miserable, salty bitch. And that ain't what I'm here to do, right? And I'm guessing that is not what you're here to do either. And so we accept it. And then we say, how can I make this work, right? How can I come out of the other side of this better? How can I come out of the other side of this not feeling like an exhausted candle that has been burnt at both ends? What do I need to do to make this season of my life work? And guess what? When you start looking at those situations, you start calling your bullshit, guess what you're going to find all over the place? You're going to find time and you're going to find opportunities. Things that, you know, you're going to find pockets of time that were right in front of your face the whole entire time that you were choosing to ignore because you were constantly telling yourself, I'm busy, I'm busy, I don't have time, I don't have time. Guess what, bitch? Time has been knocking on your fucking window like a creep going, I'm here, let me in. But you've been refusing to look at it. And again, I am saying this from my own personal experience because I'm so guilty of this, right? And you find opportunities. And so you see like, oh my gosh, I am, I am busy, but what is that quote? Like, you know, you a diamond gets formed under pressure or something. Uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, we are under, in these seasons of our lives, we are under divine pressure. And when we are in periods of divine pressure, that is when we have a choice. We either alchemize it and we allow it to make something just phenomenally beautiful. We learn so much from it. We take so much for it. We realize how much we are capable of, how powerful we are, everything that we can do and create. Or... We say, I'm so busy. (laughs) I'm so busy. Woe is me. I have no time. That's your choice, right? That is your choice. Choose it well. Take responsibility for the role you play in your suffering, for what you are putting on your plate, understanding every single thing that is there is going to be a trade-off, and it is okay. It is okay if you have to put some of your stuff to the side. That's life. 
That is what we signed up for. It is going to happen, but we can still find magic there. We can still find opportunity there. We, and we're probably not looking for all the other time that we have there to feedback into ourselves and to make this into a, a period of our lives that we would look back on in a couple years and go, holy shit, that's what made me. That is what made me. That is who, that is the time where I learned who I was. That is the time where I learned who I was capable of. Like, get so excited about that. Get so incredibly excited about that and allow that to fuel you when you start reframing like any victim talk, any excuse talk and start looking for opportunities. Oh God, friends, that is, life gets really fucking amazing there. Okay, we are going to do one more lie. This is an episode I strongly feel like we need to come back to. And I understand that I've said that about basically every episode thus far. So please hit me up in my DMs. Let me know what episodes you want to revisit and, you know, how I can best serve you there because I don't want to beat a topic into submission, but I know I've kind of touched on all these topics and we've gotten into the tip, but we've yet to explore the bottom of the iceberg. This is absolutely one of those cases. But anyway, the last lie. The last lie we tell ourselves, this is probably the most atrocious lie of them all. And that is two words. I can't. Ugh. What horrible words to put together. I can't. Because guess what? I can't is the most ridiculous thing you are telling yourself. The truth is never that you can't. The truth is that you haven't done it yet, right? Or the truth is that you are not willing to try. How does that feel? (laughs) How does that feel when you say those words? It hurts, right? You feel those words in your gut. Oh my goodness, I'm going to listen back to the audio on this and be like, what is going on? If you all could see me, I am tapping my chest when I say these words. I am a physical person. That is how I connect with my body. And so if you are like, what is this like rhythmic beat I hear in the background? It is me tapping my chest when I say these words, but I should not be doing it with those words because I do not want the words I can't into my body. I want the words I can. I have not done so yet. That is how we reframe that statement. And so instead of saying, I can't, well, why is that? We'll go back to what we just talked about a minute ago. Well, I don't have time. Is that true? Is that true? Why don't you have time? What did you do to yourself to not be able to have time? What are you, what are you trading for to not have time? Could you set your alarm 45 minutes earlier? Yeah, you could. That would also require you going to bed about an hour earlier. Could you do that? Yeah, you could. Are you willing to do that? (laughs) That's where shit gets sticky. It's not, I can't. It's, I am not willing to do that. And again, saying this, raising my hand, because I know this from lived experience. I know this from my bullshit. And I will also say, anything that I've made better in my life, anything that I've approved upon, anything in me that I am proud of, it is because I looked in the mirror and I took ownership for all the ways I was fucking up my life right? All the ways I was telling myself, I can't. I can't. All those times when I started rephrasing those words, that's when I started to see my bullshit staring right back at me going, bitch, stop. Stop. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. And if you're going to do that to yourself, at least take ownership of it. It's not that you can't. It's that you're not willing to try. It's that you're not willing to put in the effort or you're not willing to fail. 
oh, fuck, that hurts, right? I'm not willing to fail because that's what we tell ourselves. If I do this, I will not succeed. Guess what? Not succeeding is part of the process. That's where you learn how to do it better. That's where you learn how to do it better, how to, how to make yourself succeed the next time. Mm. This is a topic, y'all. This is a topic we could talk about and talk about and talk about. But I want to respect your time. I want to keep these podcast episodes close. I'm going to say this might be the one of my favorite ones I've done thus far. It's definitely probably, I feel like, one of the most important ones. So I, I hope that you feel the same way. I hope that you got something out of it. And, and I hope that you're walking away not feeling called out, but feeling inspired, feeling ready to take on your bullshit, feeling ready to step up to the plate, feeling ready to examine everything going on in your life and, and figure out what is working. What is working? What am I saying yes to that I need to be saying no to? And what am I saying no to that I need to call my bullshit and start saying yes to? Like, how can we use this information to empower ourselves? Because that's the goal, right? And then if we start doing these things, implementing these changes before the new year, guess what happens on the new year? We feel even amped up and ready to take on more. We have invited motivation into our living room and we are dancing. We are already dancing. So like, let's just turn the volume up and make it into a fucking rave, right? Let's have a really, really, really good time. I'm going to cut this off here. Please, if you have found value, take a minute to rate and review. It it means the world to me. It helps people find this podcast. And if you found value here, share it with your friends, right? Share it with your friends. Hopefully, they will find the same value here, creating a community of women who talk about ideas, who talk about possibilities, who talk about potential. That is like the community that I am just dying to create. And how amazing is it when you can do that in your own circle and in your own friendship groups? Like, again, I know from experience, it feels really, really, really good. So share this. I appreciate it. Let me know what you want to chat about next. I hope you all have a lovely day and I will talk to you soon.